You're listening to the Elevate Main podcast. To learn more about Elevate, visit our website at www.elevate.org.ph. We hope you enjoy today's talk. Good afternoon, Elevate. So, can you greet the person next to you? Good afternoon. Yung mga nandito na para naman. Good afternoon. Ngitian nyo yung katabi nyo, yung nasa likod nyo. Everybody. So, good afternoon. And again, I'm excited to be with you guys. And we are on the second week of our series, Extraordinary Who. Sino yung excited dito makita yung katabi niya? Pag hindi, okay lang ha. Um, okay lang naman umamin, but if you're excited, so hopefully, hindi lang kayong excited makita yung katabi nyo, pero excited din kayo sa gagawin ni Lord sa inyo. Amen ba? So I mean, you go here, of course, maybe you have your own reason why you are here, but hopefully you are also excited to really discover more about God. And I just want to know, is there any first-timer here? First time lang. If you are first time, we want to welcome you. Can you clap your hands for the first-timer over here? So welcome to Elevate. Hopefully, this would not be the last time. But this is the... Oh, meron pa dito. So meron pang first time dito. Welcome to Elevate. Hopefully, hindi rin to yung last time. Oh. Hopefully, every week, makikita, makakasama namin kayo. Because here, we are a community. We are a family who wants to really grow with a relationship with God. That's our intention, why we meet together, why we are here. So, okay na ba yung laptop ko or hindi pa? So, just wanna know, testing lang. So, hindi pa siya okay. I mean... Yun. So, now again, we are on our series, Extraordinary Who. And I know you want to be extraordinary. And yung iba dito, you're, you are already extraordinary. I mean, kaya tayo magkakasama dito. And you know what um, about this series? Of course, lahat tayo, we have our struggles. Maybe we feel weak with our faith. We feel weak with our walk with God. We feel weak in certain areas of our life. That's why we are here. We want to learn to overcome those overcome those struggles and really um, find strength in the Lord. Kaya this week, this week we're gonna talk about strength when you are afraid. So strength when you are afraid. And the reality is this. Um, the reality is we all have fears. Sino dito yung never pang natakot buong buhay niya? Ang lakas mo paturo naman, di ba? I mean, you never get afraid sa lahat, di ba? Meron nga akong kilala, takot sa palaka, di ba? I mean, sino takot sa palaka? Ako, hindi eh. Pero takot sa ipis na lumilipad? Oo, di ba? I mean, we all have certain fears in life that kahit na alam mo yung, yung fear kasi something that is deceiving, sometimes you, you wanna overcome your fears but it's really hard. Tama ba? Sino ba naman dito yung ano, gusto na takot, di ba ayaw natin? Yung iba lang, alam ko, gusto nila takot, kaya sila nanonood ng horror. Alam mo yung mga nagyaya sa'yo nanonood ng horror, pero takot? Yung nanonood kay ng horror, pero wala nang napanood? Pero gusto manood. We have that fear, and sometimes people is entertained by fear. And we all have fears at a certain point in our life. Even today, you have your own fears. You are afraid of something. And kaya yun yung pag-uusapan natin na, is it okay to have all these fears and how can we overcome, over, overcome all of these things? I just want to cite a few, example, few exam, 
example of fears. Number one, marami sa atin, we have a fear of failure. As young people, as young as we are, magkakaedad lang kasi tayo, as young as we are, most of us, we are afraid to fail. Sa subject nyo, di ba? You are afraid to fail, pero di ka nag-aaral. I mean, ayun yung kakaiba, di ba? You are afraid to fail, but you don't do something about it. But we are, we, we are afraid to fail our parents or fail the expectations of other people. Nakakatakot naman talaga yon. Or yung makikita ka yung pagdating ng exam mo talagang mapapapray ka na lang. I mean, we are afraid of all those things. And another one, fear of losing. Fear of losing someone. Nakakatakot naman talaga. I mean, hindi lang to love life, ha? Pag mga elevate kasi naisip nila, oh, nakakatakot din naman na iwanan ka, I mean. Pero like, fear of losing someone that you love. Or fear of losing something that you value. Kaya nga, matindi. Mer- meron mga bagay na matindi yung, yung, yung pag-hold mo that you're afraid to lose it. Maybe it's a possession. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's something on your laptop. Maybe it's something on your messenger. I don't know. But to m- many of us, we, we have this fear of losing something in our life. Something that we value. And lahat tayo, we can relate to that because meron tayong mga binavalue sa buhay natin. And meron naman tayong mga kakilala. Alam mo yung FOMO? Di ba? Fear of missing out. Meron ka ba yung sa mga friends mo, hindi pwedeng wala ka? Dapat lagi akong kasama. Yung tipong pag nag-picture sila, tas nakita mo sa Facebook, di ka na-invite, may iyak ka. Totoo, di ba? I mean, may mga ganong tayong napo-FOMO sila, yung fear of missing out, you want to be involved. Alam mo yung, pag hindi ikaw yung unang senera ng best friend mo, naapektuhan ka. Nakaka-relate ba kayo? Or hindi ka yung unang hindi ka yung unang in-invite sa birthday party. Parang feeling mo hindi ka na important. Nabibili niyo ba yun minsan? Na parang hindi ka importante because you have this fear of missing out. You are not involved, you are not there. And marami sa mga young people they are afraid of this. Yung talagang ano, yung dahil lang meron kang expectation, you have fear of missing out talagang nalulog mo ka na, naiiyak ka, iniisip mo, in-overthink mo. And yun yung epekto sa atin ng fear. And maybe, bata pa naman tayo, but based on surveys, most of the people, they have fear of death. What if? What if I die today? What if hindi na ako magising, then kinuha na ako ni Lord? We have all these what ifs and we have this fear of death to some people that we know is really life after death and they fear that uncertainty, what if yung pinag-uusapan natin sa church is not true. I have all these fears. Because ang tanong, when you die and someday when you lose your life, okay ba yung buhay mo? Do you live a life of significance? Or are you striving for the right reason. And we have all these fears in mind. And you know what's the reality? Fears paralyze you and me. I mean, sino ba naman yung taong nabubuhay sa takot na masaya? Walang ganon. And I think that's why we need to talk about this. Because 
how fears paralyze us, number one, it steals our joy. When you are a person who always live in fear, hindi ka masayahin. Lagi ka malungkot. Lagi ka nag-overthink. Lagi ka nag-worry. Parang lagi kang may pinagdadaanan. When you live in fear, kunyari, yung nag, nag-exam ka ngayon, di ba, midterm nyo, pag wala pa yung result, and you're living in fear, na ano kayang mangyari sa akin? Eh, graduating ka. Alam mo yung, hindi ka makangiti. Isang linggo, dalawang linggo, until, lum- until lumabas yung result, because you're living in fear, you're living in uncertainty. And it steals your joy in the things that you're doing. You're not acting. Yung, yung sa moment na yun that you just need to grasp that moment and enjoy life, do the things that God wants you to do. But because you are a fear, fearful person, it, it steals your joy. Second, how fear paralyzes us, it causes you and me to lose motivation. Diba kaya nga yung iba, diba yung mga... That is one of the things na hindi natin may iwasan. Alam nyo ba yun? Ito yung mga facts sa mundo na lahat tayo dadating sa time na mamatay tayo and you're losing someone. Na-experience nyo na ba yun? Maybe may namatay closest to you or something pwedeng aso yan. I mean, lahat... Di ba parang ang hirap mag-move on and yung gigising sa umaga, you lose that motivation because yung kinatatakutan mo nangyari sa'yo. And before, di ba, nang may, yung may pandemic, yung takot kang lumabas kasi takot... Lagi kang takot. I mean, di ka makagawa ng mga bagay na gusto mo. And you lose motivation in life to do something about it. Because it paralyzes you when you have fear. And lastly, it weakens your faith. Kasi counterintuitive siya. Pag marami kang fear, ibig sabihin, napapanghinaan nga din ng pananampalataya. Yung faith mo, humihina rin when it comes to your walk with God. It doesn't mean na hindi ka dapat matakot kasi lahat tayo may takot, kaya nga natin ito pinag-uusapan. But the more you take care of that fear in your life, the more it weakens your faith. That's why I'm excited about this topic kasi after ito, hopefully when you go outside that door, you are the most courageous person that I know. Okay ba yun? I mean, that's why we are here. Hopefully we can learn to be more courageous to be more fearless in life kasi we need to understand how God can work in mighty ways when we surrender our fears to the Lord, when we walk with Him. And yun yung pag-uusapan natin. And I'm gonna talk about a very special character in the Bible um, whose name is Elijah. Who knows Elijah? I know for sure you already heard his name. You already heard his stories in the Bible. And there's once one instant in the life of Elijah that we will talk about today. And for some of you who don't know El- who Elijah is, Elijah was, Elijah was a prophet and a miracle worker. Imagine you were, Eli- you were Elijah. Pag sinabi nating prophet, pag sinabi nating prophet sa Bible, alam niyo yung naririnig talaga nila si, si Lord directly. Imagine mo, ikaw naririnig mo si Lord directly. Di ka ba matapang? I, I, I personally believe ako naririnig si Lord, nagsasalita sa akin. Siguro, isa ako sa pinakamatapang na tao sa buong mundo. I mean, I, I hear God speak to me. I do miracles for Him. Bakit ako matatakot if I'm Elijah? And also, God asked Elijah to do a specific role and purpose during the time that he was alive. Hindi naman siya mamamatay at the end of his life. 
He was sent to show Israel that the evil of their ways and encourage them to return to the Lord. Elijah has a great purpose. Elijah has this um, special project from the Lord to tell the Israelite people to return to the Lord. And having said that, in this story that we will talk about, natakot pa din si Elijah. And what can we learn in the life of Elijah on how to find strength when you are afraid? Gusto ko lang malaman, sino dito yung, even at this moment, meron kang kinakatakot, ang taas mo yung kamay mo. Grabe yung iba, sobrang tapang. No? I mean, tignan nyo yung katabi nyo, sobrang tapang. Lagi nyo yung tatakbuhan. I mean, lahat tayo, we are afraid of something. And if lahat tayo dito nagtaas ng kamay, this message is for you and me. How we can find strength when we are afraid. And in 1 Kings chapter 19, let's read this as we talked about the life of Elijah. In verse 1, Now Ahab told Jezebel everything that Elijah had done and how he had killed all the prophets with the sword. And background of the story, in, in chapter 18, it talks about the story of Elijah. Ito yung story ng El- ni Elijah na patunayan natin kung sino yung totoong Diyos, yung Diyos mo o yung Diyos ko. This was the time in chapter 18 na pinatawag niya yung 450 prophets that go, let's go to that mountain and I will prove to you that the God that I serve is the real God. It's the sto- in, in, Imagine, in chapter 18, it's the story of victory in the life of Elijah. One of the greatest moments of his life Imagine one prophet versus 415, many more prophets against one prophet. And he defeated all, the, all those prophets and God proved himself to be God in the eyes of Elijah. Imagine mo ikaw si Elijah, nakita mo yung miracles ni Lord. Namatay lahat ng prophets sa harapan mo. Ibig sabihin, you experiencing those victories in life, kung merong ang relationship kay God, mabait ba si Lord? Can you say amen if naniniwala ka? Mabait ba si Lord? Parang na, mabait ba si Lord? Amen. I mean, mabait ba si Lord sa atin? Sino naka-experience na may ni Lord sabi ng amen? O konti pa lang. Bakit kaya hindi natin na-experience yung miracle ni Lord? I mean, Elijah was different. He, he experienced God's miracle in his life. He experienced God's work in his life. He saw everything the Lord has done. God used him mightily. In chapter 18. Now in chapter 19, after what happened, Jezebel, one of the most powerful persons during that time, pinapahanap siya. And in verse 2, then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah. Ano sabi sa kanya? Saying, So may the gods do to me and more so, if by about this time to, tomorrow, I do not make your, li- your life like the life of one of them. He was saying, hindi ka na aabutan ng liwanag. Sinasabi ni Jezebel kay Elijah. And in verse 3, ito yung, ano yun, di ba, yung mga um, turning point na, and he was afraid in verse 3. And Elijah was afraid and got up and ran for his life and came to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and he left his servant there. Imagine in verse 3, after all the miracles 
na nakita ni Elijah all the power na pinakita ni Lord kay Elijah, he was afraid. And one thing that we can learn from this, even the greatest can have fears. Even the greatest, if you think you are the greatest, if you think you are the strongest, what is this passage saying is the reality is we can still be afraid. Ang sabi dun sa verse 3, Elijah ran for his life because he was afraid. So ang tanong, pag-Christian ka ba, dapat pwede ka na natatakot? I mean, some of the people, they think when you are a Christian, hindi ka na dapat natatakot. Si Elijah ba hindi Christian? I mean, wala ba siyang relationship kay God? Meron. Meron siyang relationship kay God. He is close to God, but he is still afraid. Because there are moments in, in your life that you are the same as Elijah. You go through difficult moments in time, God will allow you to go through those kind of things that you don't want to go through and you have all these uncertainties in life and you were afraid for your life, you were afraid for your future, takot na takot ka. Ako din, ganun din ako before when I was young, when I was studying. Every time, iniisip ko na lang kung makakagraduate ba ako. Nakasakay ka sa LRT, naiiyak ka na lang. Experience na ba yun? Na-experience ko yun. Yung sasakay ka ng LRT pero para ayaw mo na pumasok sa school. Kasi hindi mo alam what will happen to you. You don't know what future holds. Yung ngayon, nung nakagraduate na ako, sabi ko, sana yung problema ko, yung nag-aaral na lang ako eh. Yung mga bata ngayon, di ba? Minsan, sana makagraduate na ako para makapagtrabaho na ako. Sige, pag nagtrabaho kayo, sabi nyo, sana pala nag-aaral na lang ako. Kasi baliktad eh, di ba? Yung mga, tignan nyo, tanong nyo yung mga ate at ko yung nagtatrabaho na. Sana problema ko, mat na lang. Alam nyo bakit? Pag nagtrabaho kayo, hindi na kayo gagraduate. Tama ba? Pag di naman kayo nagtrabaho, di kayo kakain. And we have all these things in life na sobrang uncertain and we are afraid of it. We are afraid to face the future. And maybe the same way as Elijah, even the greatest, can have fears in life. Even today, I have so many things that I need to really surrender to the Lord and I'm afraid of. Nung pandemic na alala ko, as the start of the pandemic, ako, hindi ako, hindi ako, Parang inisip ko, hindi, hindi ako magiging ganyan, hindi ako magkakaroon ng anxiety, di ako masasad, I'm a strong person, I have faith in God. But you know what God revealed in my heart? I also have that during the, the peak of the pandemic, nagkaroon ako ng anxiety. Alam nyo ano yung fear ko? Lord, babalik pa ba sa dati? Lord, babalik pa ba sa dati? I'm always asking God the first month, the second month, the third month, and Lord, babalik pa ba sa dati? Natatakot ako, what if Lord hindi na babalik sa dati? What if hindi ko na makita yung magaganda at mga poging mukha sa elevate? Hanggang screen na lang ako? Hanggang zoom na lang ako? I'm afraid I can't do this anymore. I can't talk to people anymore. I can't go to campus anymore. 
I'm afraid. There was a time, sobra yung anxiety ko, at the peak of the pandemic, di ako makahinga. And I was saying to my wife, ano yung iting kayaban ng anxiety? I can't breathe. And I was recognizing that, Lord, I wanna surrender this to you. Maybe the same way as Elijah, he is afraid for his life. I was thinking the same way, I have faith, I have a strong faith, I will never fear. But I have fears in my life. And the next part of the story, in verse 4, but he himself went a day's journey. Anong ginawa ni Elijah? He go through the wilderness and came and sat down under a broom tree. And he asked for himself to die. Elijah even asked God to let him die. And said, enough. Maybe you're saying the same thing, this is enough. Lord, take my life, for I am no better than my father's. That's why my number one point is how to find strength when you are afraid. Number one, recognize your fears. Reflect. Think about it. What's your greatest fear? Ayaw kong tanongin yung what's your greatest sin. What's your greatest fear? Do you recognize kung saan ka natatakot? Kung ano yung mga bagay na binabalyo mo? Kung ano yung mga gusto mong mawala, ayaw mong mawala sa buhay mo? Because you know what the response of Elijah? Tingin man natin it's not a good response because he feels something. He was disappointed. He has anxiety. Lord, patayin mo na lang ako. I was afraid for my life. But you know what the response of Elijah in this story? He was too honest. He was too honest to God about how he feel. Lord, kawain mo na lang ako. I feel that mas mabuti pa nakawain mo na ako ngayon kaysa habulin ako ni Jezebel at siya yung magpapatay sa akin. It's better that you kill me now. It's fine. Because I'm afraid. Elijah was so honest to God that he was afraid and willing to die. And hopefully in the same way, we must recognize our weakness. You must recognize our fear. Alam nyo, one of my greatest fear, matatakotin talaga ako. Hindi ako matatakotin sa madaming bagay, pero meron talagang isang bagay na kinatatakotan ko. Yung heights, sobrang tatakot ako dyan. Kaya nga dati, hindi ako tumatawid sa mga overpass. Kasi takot na takot ako, ay minanginig yung tuhod ko. Hindi rin ako tumitingin sa mataas na building. Experience nyo ba yun? Yung tingin sa mataas na building, nanginginig ka? And there, there, there's this one time, nagpunta kami sa ano, nagpunta kami sa, nagpunta kami sa Cebu. Hindi ko, hindi ko ina-expect na itong activity na to, activity na to, tatalong kami sa seven na ano, ano ba tawag, seven na falls. I mean, hindi ko alam, sabi lang sa akin, tara magte-trekking lang tayo and we are on Cebu, punta kami dito, trekking, ganyan. And, Sabi ko, napapapray ako, Lord, kaya ko kaya to? Malalagpasan ko kaya to? I'm afraid of fights and all of that. Alam nyo, seven na, seven na, na falls. Yung isang nga parang ganyan lang kababa, takot na takot ako eh. Pero you know what? What I learned about this experience, meron dito yung huling-huling tatalunan nyo, mga around 20 meters yung height. 20 meters, sobrang taas talaga siguro mga dalawang, dalawang palapag na building. 
Dalawang palapag na building, tatalong ka doon, I don't know if I can do that. Sabi ko sa mga kasama ko, I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can do this. I don't think, sinasabi ko sa sarili ko, I, I don't think, tawagin nyo na akong KJ, but I will not jump. Doon sa 20 meter sign na yon, I will not jump to that. Tinitignan ko pa lang, nalulula na ako eh. Alam niyo yung pag yung tatalong kapag tinignan mo, hindi ka makakatalon? Kasi sobrang taas talaga. And I was afraid. Sabi ko, siguro pag tumalon ako dito, pagkagising ko, si Lord na yung kasama ko. Ganun yung feeling ko. Si Lord na yung kasama ko dito. Hindi nga ako nag enchanted kingdom kasi takot-takot eh. Isang beses pa lang ako sumaki sa enchanted kingdom at sinabi ko sa sarili ko, di na ako uulit. Yung talagang sinabi ko kasi takot na takot ako. Alam niyo ba yung gumaganon sa enchanted kingdom? Grabe yung gusto ko ipatigil yun. Na parang one minute pa lang. Pwede bang itigil yun na to? And mas nagiging prayerful ka when marami kang takot na takot ka eh. In the same way dito, takot na takot talaga ako. Sabi ko parang di ko yata kaya to. But you know what? Nung iniisip ko, sabi ko, maybe this is the only time that I can overcome my greatest fear. So I make a resolve. Ang tagal ko, siguro mga 30 minutes ako nagde-decide, will I jump? Will I not jump? Niresolve ko sa sarili ko, if I will not overcome this today, I will not overcome this forever. So I make a decision. Sabi ko, siyempre, di ba, malakas to, kaya ko yan, tatalunin ko na. Alam mo ginawa ko, Pag sabi kong tatalunin, yung sinabi ko, yung sinabi ko dun sa nag-guide sa amin na, sige po, tatalunin ko na yan. Pagkasabi, pagkasabi ko, tumalun na ako. Wala nang tingin-tingin. Natatakot ako, but I jump. Pagkagising ko, buhay pa naman ako. And I was celebrating that moment because I recognized that this is my greatest fear. But I must overcome it. Because sometimes, doubt is not the only enemy of faith, but it's the uncertainty behind it. Not because you are doubtful, but because everything is uncertain and you are afraid of uncertainty. Sasagutin niya pa ba ako? Di ba yung mga ganun? Gagraduate pa ba ako? Ayayaman kaya ako? We have all those Things in mind and those uncertainty make you fear life and have doubts because of that. But one thing that I learned, you need to recognize that you have these fears, you need to overcome it, and you need to surrender it to God. When you look at 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10, Paul was saying, Therefore, I am well content with weaknesses. Even Paul recognized that he is weak. He is afraid sometimes, he loses faith sometimes with insult, with distress, with persecutions, with difficulties. For Christ's sake, sabi ni Paul, for when I'm weak, then I'm strong. The same way when you fear, when I fear, we can be strong in the Lord. It can be an opportunity that God can show His power in your life. And I think that that's what happened to Elijah nung sinabi niya, Lord, I'm willing to die, I'm afraid. Alam ni Lord na matatakot si Elijah. Because nothing can be hidden in the eyes of God. He knows all things. He knows the weakness of Elijah the same way. 
And in the next part of that story in verse 5, after mapagod ni Elijah, then he lay down and fell asleep under a broom tree. But behold, there was an angel touching him. And he said to him, Arise, eat. And he looked and behold, there was, as he said, a round loaf of bread baked on hot coals and a pitcher of water. So he ate and drank and laid down again. But the angel of the Lord came back a second time and touched him and said, Arise, eat, because the journey is too long for you. So he rose and ate and drank, and he journeyed in the strength of that food for 40 days and 40 nights to Horeb, the mountains of God. In the next part of the story, Elijah, because, of, because Elijah was too afraid, napagod siya in the wilderness and all of those things, and alam ko, sabi ko, alam ni Lord what's going on in the life of Elijah. And let me the second point on how to overcome fears and to find strength when you are afraid. Second point ko, you, you rest in God's presence. People who are afraid most of the time who are living in fear, ito yung mga tao na hindi, na, hindi nare-recognize yung presensya ni God sa buhay nila. Imagine when you rest in God's presence, imagine if God's presence is in your life. Despite of all these fears, despite of all the circumstances that you will go through, you are assured that if the presence of God is with me, I can overcome it. Because two things that I can see from this story, in the presence of God, nakita ni Elijah, eh, di ba, napagod siya, dumating yung angel na pinadala ni Lord to take care of Elijah. And that shows God's presence in his life na hindi bulag yung Diyos. Nakikita ni Lord what's going on. Two things that I can see here, when you are in God's presence, merong God's provision. When you fear, God will give you strength because there's God's provision. Second, when you are in God's presence, there is God's direction. You take it one step at a time. That's what you call faith. Alam nyo, pag yung bagay, nakikita mo what will happen in the future, hindi faith tawag dun. Alam nyo ba yun? Kunyari, alam mo yung mangyayara sa future mo, successful ka. Alam mo tawag dun, di yung faith. Because that's certain. And sometimes when you ask God, God will not reveal His will in your life immediately because God wants you to trust Him. God wants you to trust His presence. God wants you to look at Him, trust Him with all your heart in the same way. God's presence is important in your life because when you are in the presence of God, for sure, hindi ka pagkukulangin ni Lord. Kung feeling mo kulang man, hindi kulang yun. Tama lang. And there is God's direction. There is clarity of direction in your life when you are in the presence of God. And because of fear, sometimes yung mga tao na, na meron tayo sa buhay, minsan hindi naman talaga sa kailangan eh. Ang tawag doon, pabigat. Pabigat lang yun sa buhay nyo na dinadala nyo that you need to surrender to God and trust His direction over your life. There is a promise in John in Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5. Sabi dito, di ba, make sure that your character is free from the love of money, being content with what you have, 
For he himself has said, I will never desert you, nor will I ever abandon you. I believe one of the greatest promises that God could ever give is God going with us. If you believe that God is going with you, bakit ka natatakot? Bakit ka natatakot sa mga bagay na pinagdadaanan mo kung alam mong kasama si Lord? Alam mo yung original passage nito in, in Hebrews 13.5, yung sinabi ng author dito, nakuha niya to sa Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 6. And in Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 6, it says here, Be strong and courageous, do not be afraid. God was saying to the Israelite people, do not be afraid or dread of them. For the Lord your God is the one who is going with you. He will not desert you nor abandon you. Hindi tayo iwanan ni Lord. Sabi mo sa katabi mo natatawad ka ba? Huwag kang magiladigawanan ni Lord. Iwanan man kita pero si Lord hindi. Iwanan man tayo ng lahat ng tao sa mundo, hindi tayo iiwanan ni Lord. Because you know what? God's presence is the ultimate source of strength and courage. Kaya nga yung, re- yung realidad, kapag wala sa presensya ni Lord or sa kalooban ni God, laging takot, laging yung tatandaan. For, for example, yung mga relationship na tinatago, kaya laging takot. Meron ba kayong ganong kakilala? Yung tinatago yung relationship? Kasi takot. Alam nyo bakit takot? Wala sa kalooban ni Lord. Alam nyo bakit takot? Kasi wala doon yung presence ni God kasi alam nila hindi will ni God eh. Will ba ni God maglay? Doon palang malalaman mo na kung kalooban ni Lord eh. When you are afraid of doing something na alam mo na hindi will ni God or iniisip mo sin ba to o hindi, pag nag-isip ka na wag mo nang gawin. Because we need to really protect God's presence in our life because that would be the ultimate source of strength and courage to move forward, to move on in life. Number one, di ba, you recognize your fear. Second, you need to rest in the presence of God when you are afraid. When you are afraid, you need to rest in God's presence. Lord, I know that you will go with me. I can do this. I can do this. By God's grace, I can do this. That's something that you need to put in your mind and in your heart. That the most important thing in your life is God's presence. Because without the presence of God, it's impossible to live this life. And the next part of the story, then he came here, there to a cave and spent the night there. And behold, sabi ni, ito na yung pinaka moment of reconciliation ni Elijah the word of the Lord came to him and he said to him sabi ni God kay Elijah what are you doing here Elijah and he said I have been very zealous for the Lord the God of armies for the sons of Israel have abandoned your covenant tore down your altars and killed your prophets with the sword nagsusumbong ulit sa Elijah and I alone am left and they have sought to take my life Alam niyo yung pangatlo na dapat niyong gawin when you're afraid. You need to rely on God's word. Number one, you need to recognize. Number two, you need to rest in the presence of God. Number three, and sabi doon, the word of the Lord came to him. You need to rely on God's word. Because on the next part of the story, 
Sabi ni God kay Elijah, go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. Sabi niya, tumayo ka doon, I want to tell you something. Behold, the Lord was passing by and a great and powerful wind was tearing out the mountains. Grabe, nun yumayanig. And breaking the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a sound of a gentle blowing came word to Elijah. But sometimes when we talk about a relationship with God, ganto tayo eh, Lord, gusto ko ng sign. Lord, gusto ko ng sign kung ito talaga yung will mo. Lord, gusto ko ng sign kung ito talaga yung pinapagawa mo. Minsan, madalas tayong humingi kay Lord ng mga extravagant things for God to speak to us. Same thing dito, di ba? Nagka-earthquake na, nagka-apoy na. And we, we were thinking God works in that way, yung mga extravagant things in life. Gagawin ni God, yung talagang gigising ka ni God, gumising ka na, ito yung word ko. Hindi ganon. Sometimes, it's just a gentle whisper from the Lord. Maybe today, God wants to speak to you like a gentle whisper. You don't need to be afraid. I will go with you. I am with you. I am with you. Take comfort in God's word. You know what Elijah did? When Elijah heard it, when Elijah heard the word from the Lord, he wrapped his face in in his cloak and went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. And behold, a voice came to him and said again, Ang kulit ni Lord eh, what are you doing here, Elijah? Maybe God is asking, Elijah, why are you afraid? Why are you running away? I am with you. Then he said, I've been very zealous for the Lord. Inulit niya. And in verse 15, the Lord said to him, Ang sabi ni Lord, the Lord said to him, Go return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when you have arrived, you shall an- anoint Hazael king over Aram. And what I'm saying is, when you want to listen to, you rely on the, on the word of God, it's two things again. It's listening to the voice of God, and it's obeying God's word and direction over your life. Alam mo, pag sumunod ka kay God, hindi ka dapat matakot. Dapat mas matapang ka. Pag alam mo, yun yung pinapagawa na God, dapat mas matapang ka. When you listen to God's voice, three things that you hear, you, ito yung mga kalaban ng boses ni God eh. Ang kalaban ng boses ni God, voice of the world, voice ni Satan, alam niyo yung greatest enemy na voice? Yung voice ng sarili mo. You being selfish. You being wanting to do the things of the world. Alam niyo yung talaga yung greatest enemy. Yourself, the voice in your head. Your thought, your heart. And I think that's the problem. And alam niyo kung paano niyo maririnig yung boses ni God? Of course, it's on the Word of God. It's very important that you listen to the voice of God. You read the Bible, you pray, and you seek God's direction. That's why you are part of a small group. You have a leader because you want to hear God's voice. Sabi ko nga, when you, when you want to hear God's voice in your life, parang radio lang yan. Alam nyo ba yung radio, yung frequency? Di ba yung radio when... Kunyari, ano ba yung mga sikat na radio station? 99.1, 101.9. Di ba kung ano yung gusto mong pakinggan? You set the frequency of the radio para marinig mo yung gusto mong pakinggan. And sometimes the problem with us why we don't hear the word of God clearly in our life, mali yung frequency. 
Alam niyo pa paano? Sino yung pinapakinggan mo? Sino yung pinapanood mo? Sino yung kasama mo? Ano yung bagay na ginagawa mo? That's why sometimes you don't hear God's voice in your life. You don't hear God working in your life because you were in the wrong frequency. You were in the wrong group of friends. Malipin na palo mo sa TikTok. Malipin na palo mo sa Instagram. Malitinitig na mo sa Facebook. Kaya tignan mo influence mo. Tignan mo ideology mo. I mean, you spent all your time hearing this motivational people na hindi naman naka-anchor sa word ni God. Then you're saying that you... Oy, I hear God from Him. How did you know that's the voice of God if you don't know your Bible? Kaya sa akin, kung kaysa makinig ka sa mga motivational speakers na hindi biblical, makinig ka na lang sa the group leader mo. Amen ba? Yung mga campus missionary dito, lapitan mo. ba? Puntahan mo yung mga leaders mo. Rather than going to the social media and find your source of God's word without checking it, baka mas maganda you rely on the word of God intentionally. You seek godly counsel, you read your Bible, you hear God's voice, and you, you listen after that. After you listen, you obey. Huwag kayong tumigil sa pakikinig. Tumigil kayo sa pag-obey. Meron ba mga D-group leader dito, kinausap mo yung member mo, oo nang oo, pero pagkatapos, ganun pa din? Sometimes we act that way when it comes to our relationship with God. God was saying, you do this, you do that. Lord, I hear you, but I don't want to. Hindi mo natin sabihin, but we're not doing the things God wants us to do. Sabi ni Lord, you don't compromise. Ikaw naman tong si compromise. Sinasabi nung iba, wala naman sa Bible that I need to, ano, hindi ako pumasok sa relationship. Yes, wala naman sa Bible yan. I mean, pero nasa Bible yung makinig ka sa magulang mo, makinig ka sa mga authority mo. Nasa Bible ba yun? Oo, oh, di ba? Kunyara, sabi ng magulang mo, wag ka mag-boyfriend-girlfriend. Wala nga sa Bible yun, pero sinabi nila, wag. Ano yung mas totoo? I mean, the world is twisting the truth in our life. That's why we need to really go back to the Word of God. Like Elijah, hearing the Word of God, it's like, bulong lang. Kaya ang hirap mapakinggan. Kaya ang sinasabi ko, pag, pag wala ka sa right frequency, you're hearing the wrong things. You have a problem. Now, after hearing all those wrong things, now you have peers. Tignan mo yung mga laging nakikinig sa salita ng Diyos sa laging nagbabasa ng Bible tsaka laging nakikinig dun sa mga godly leaders ano nangyayari? Ang tatapang yan. Hindi yan, hindi yan takot mabash. Hindi yan takot ma-persecute. Because, because they're standing in the truth of the Word of God. And that's how you rely on the Word of God. You know why? Because the only thing that is certain in this, in this world is the Word of God. It's the only certain thing 
Maybe some other people will tell you, social media will tell you, hindi na totoo yung word of God. But here in Elevate here in our church, we, we will always believe that the word of God is the only certain thing. It's the only truth that we hold on. It's the only truth that we hold on. If we're not teaching that, alis na kayo dito. Because the word of God is the only certain thing that we need to take courage and inyong pagkuha natin ng lakas to move forward and to move on because the more you know God's word, the more you become courageous. I, I will end in a few. Merong nagtanong sa akin, siguro a few months back, we have this meeting and we have Nagulat ako, the question ang tanong sa akin, sabi, sabi sa akin nung kamiting ko, sabi niya, Archie, what are you most afraid of? Nag-iisip ako, what are you most afraid of? Maybe I'm asking you the same question. What are you most afraid of? There's this person who asked me, what are you most afraid of? Ang tagal ko nag-iisip, sabi ko, Ano bang, gusto, ano bang gusto niyang sabihin ko what I am most afraid of? You know yung sagot ko sa kanya? What I'm most afraid of is losing someone that I love. Re-reflect ako sa heart ko. Sabi ko, Lord, saan ba ako pinakatakot? And I realize, pinakatakot ako pag ini-imagine ko na mawawala yung mga pinaka-importanting tao sa buhay ko. Yung, yung thought pa lang of thinking, what if my parents die? What if I lose someone that I really love, so important to me? Natatakot na ako. And I was just honest about it. Sabi ko, I'm most afraid of losing someone that I love. Losing someone that I love. And sigat kasi meron siyang mga bagay na susubukan ka katalaga ni God eh. Kami ng asawa ko, wala pa kami anak, pero sobrang lilig naman sa aso. So, we have, we have three chow-chows sa bahay namin. Um, chow-chow yung aso namin. This, this is Maddie, this is Max. Um, ayun yung mga anak namin. Alam nyo yan, dalawa na yan. Katabi namin matulog. Kami di nage-aircon sila, nage-aircon. I mean, sobra. I, I mean, Para silang tao, we treat them. Siguro yung mga mahilig sa aso, diba? Yung mga pure mom and dad over here. Same way, I love all dogs. And I really love both of these dog that we're taking care of. As in, nung pandemic, sila talaga yung tumulong sa amin to be... Alam mo yun? Kasi sa bahay, kailan dalawa, then we have dogs, and we're happy um, being with them. Then... Itong, itong si Max, para mas makilala nyo, si Max, ano eh, anak siya ni Madi. This is the mom. This is inyo anak niya. So, six yung anak niya, so nag-iwan kami ng isa si Max. Si Max si iniwan namin. And he was my favorite, tuta pa lang sila, favorite ko na yan, grow up. Three months pa lang yan, kinagat na ako niyan eh. <laughs> kinagat na ako niyan eh. And si Max, ang the problem with Max is, Meron siyang aggression. You know, chow-chow. Pag alam niyo yung breed ng chow-chow. Si Maddie, pinakmabait. Si Max, meron siyang certain aggression that he bite people. Ako, nakagat niya ako three times. And he also beat one of the brothers of my wife. 
It was that. Pero sabi ko, hindi, hindi natin niya ilelet go because we love. Hindi namin malet go kasi isipin mo kami nagpaanak. I mean, lahat. Ginastosan mo. I mean, last, nung, nung second time na nakagat ako ni Max, what I did, sabi ko sa asawa ko, I was thinking if I, we need to let go Max because it's really hard to handle him. Yung asawa ko sabi sa akin, over my dead body. Sabi ko, sige, over your dead body. I talked to him. I, I, sabi ko, sige, ganito na lang. If kagatin, may kagatin si Max sa atin or kagatin sa from other, sabi ko, let's make a deal. We will let go of Max. Sabi niya, de, over my dead body. So, sabi ko, sige, for you to be assured that we will do everything, lahat ng magagawa natin, ipasok natin sa training school, lahat ng training school na gusto mo, pasok si Max, paalagaan natin. So, we, we enrolled him to a training school for one and a half month. Two months ang wala sa amin. We paid a lot. Mahal, magpa-train, kasi stay in. Train, we paid a lot. Sabi ko, we will do our best to take care of our dog like a son. Pumasok sa school. Nag-usap <laughs> namin, ganyan. And sabi ko sa kanya, but this is the agreement that we need to have. The next time Max beat me or bite kanya, bite niya ako, we will let go of him. Because the next time. And as the story continues, May meeting ako ng Wednesday, sabi sa akin, what are you most afraid of? Losing someone that I really love. You know, kakaiba talaga si Gada. After that, meet, after that meeting, Max beat me. Malaki, kinagkita ko dito, I was angry, I don't know why he's angry. Nandun na yung wife ko. And, after that, Max beat me. Alam na ng wife ko, I will have a conversation with her. Sabi ko sa kanya, Honey, do you remember what I said? Sabi ko, you, you know how much I love this dog. And I know how much you love this dog. Minsan nga, feeling ko, mas mahal mo pa sa akin yan. I mean, I know, and I know. But we can give the attention that he needs the time that he needs and I think we need to let him go. And my wife just cried and I would, I would, tell, I would tell her, you know, honey, yung tinanong sa akin sa meeting kanina, what I am most afraid of, it's losing someone that is so important to me. And this dog is like a son to me. Sabi ko sa asawa ko, bukas na bukas hahanap ako ng magte-take care kay Max. Sabi ko, it's a difficult decision, but I need to let him go. Now, ano, two months na siyang wala sa amin, I mean. First two weeks, araw-araw umiyak yung asawa ko eh. And I was also sad about it. Yung greatest fear ko nangyari on a snap of losing someone. Mas okay pa yung namatay, di ba? <laughs> but you letting go of something, and that's your greatest fear. Ang hirap kasi sabi ko sa asawa ko, ang problem, the more you hold on to something, the more you will get hurt. <laughs> sabi ko, maybe sometimes yung mga fears na yan, the more you, i yan ni God, eh, because the more you hold on to something, the more you get hurt. 
Until today, mayroong mga moments that, Lord, bakit? Gusto pa rin namin magdoga niyan and all of those things. And I explain ko, asawa ko, lagi pa rin. I was sad. I thinking about Max. <laughs> Di ba yung ganon? Laging ganon. Every conversation. Pero one thing that I realize, sometimes God will allow you to go through your greatest fears to reveal what is truly in your heart. Because in your greatest fear, it reveals the idols of your heart. Saan ba talaga yung puso mo? Nasaan ba talaga yung puso mo pag natatakot ka? Sabi ng Lord, ba't ka natatakot kung ako yung pinaka-importanting pinaka-importante na meron ka? If God is the most important thing in your life, everything is secondary. Because lahat ng takot natin para sa atin. Pero when we say that we love God, we focus on God, we rely on Him. That's why I'm gonna leave you with this message. That when you are afraid, focus on God's promises. Na pag nangihina ka, palalakasin ka ni Lord. Pag nagkukulang ka, magbibigay si God ng provision. Pag naglulus ka ng motivation, si God yung magbibigay ng hope. And that's who God is. That's the extraordinary God that we have. And we can only find real strength and genuine strength in the promises of God in our life. And I could say, one thing that I learned from that experience is God can take away anything from me anytime. But I would just seek God with all my heart. I would just look upon Jesus. I would just look upon His promises. And I would just surrender to Him everything. That's why when I prayed, I would look unto the promises of Jesus in my life. That He will never leave me. That He will never forsake me. And that promise is not just for me. It's also for you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you because in times that we are afraid, we can find strength in you. I pray, O Lord, that you strengthen all of us here as we continue, Lord God, to grow with our relationship with you. Hopefully, Lord, we we become an overcomer of fear. We, We become an overcomer of struggles through your help, Lord. And I pray for everyone, Lord, that they may continue to look upon you, the author and the finisher of our faith. We give you glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. We'd love to stay connected with you, so make sure to subscribe to our podcast or connect with an Elevate group through our website. See you at our next podcast.